Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Go Beyond. John here. I am super excited that I'm getting to put out the second episode for you guys. And I truly thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Um, first and foremost, I have gotten so many positive responses from that first episode. And I truly thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for listening to that. I... I don't even know what to say. I've been so excited for the past few days now to make this next episode. And that first episode was uploaded on a Tuesday. Today is Saturday. So, you know, I've been screaming with joy this whole time. (laughs) Um, First and foremost, I did want to address something that was told to me by a few of you guys. Um, There have been some people who have put out there that they like my voice and I don't get it. (laughs) I hate my voice so much. Listening to it whenever I have to edit it, or if I'm listening to it around Josh, which that has only happened one time, I want to basically claw my eyes out. I hate listening to myself so much, but I guess I'm glad that you guys love hearing it because you're going to be hearing a lot more of it whenever I upload more episodes coming up. Um, Another thing I wanted to kind of get into is the topic of today's episode. Um, We're really going to kind of do a Q&A type of feel today. And then I have a new segment that I'm going to introduce for you guys today. So that should hopefully be pretty nice. Um, I'm so, like I said, trying to get this podcast up and going. So everything is slow right now, but I have some good guests lined up. Um, that I have kind of gotten in touch with and everything. So hopefully here pretty soon we'll be, we'll be bringing on some good guests for you guys. I have just gotten out of the shower. I have taken my Discovy, ate me a Nutty Buddy, and right now I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper. So I'm ready to get this Q&A rocking and rolling. Um, starting off with the Q&A, I had basically put on my Instagram stories for both the podcasts, my personal Instagram. I put on my Snapchat. Just some questions that you guys had for me. Um, whether they were related to the podcast or not, I wanted to hear them. A lot of these questions, I will say I'm not going to address them because they were not very appropriate. (laughs) And um, I have a wide audience for this podcast. So unfortunately, those of you, and you guys know who you are, I'm not going to be answering those. (laughs) Reach out to me directly. (laughs) Um, To start off with this I have gotten a couple of funny responses. So I'm going to start off with the best one that I see here. It's actually going to be from my sister. So she asked, what are your plans for Thanksgiving this year? And what are you going to contribute? So kind of starting off with that, me and Josh have made the plan that we're going to be going to Colorado to see my sister and her husband and my niece and my nephew for Thanksgiving. So (laughs) um, the other night or a few weeks ago, last week, whatever this was that I had that drunk conversation that I mentioned in my last podcast. Um, my sister kept asking me if we were going over there for Thanksgiving. She probably asked me about six times, maybe even seven, if we were going over there. And each time we said yes, because that is our plan as of right now <laughs> to go over there for Thanksgiving. Um, so those are my plans. I'm going to be driving up there, staying up there for the week and then coming back. <laughs> Um, as to what I'm going to contribute, I don't know what we're really going to contribute because I don't make turkey because I don't like turkey. I can make some other things, but it's all going to be dependent because I'm not in my own kitchen at that point. So whatever you want me to contribute, let me know. 
at this point, we're just contributing ourselves or I'll give some funds for this because I don't know what else you want from me. <laughs> um, the next question that she asked was, do fish have eyeballs? So that is actually, or I'm sorry, eyelids. Do fish have eyelids? That is a very good question, and I actually don't know the answer to that. So let's go ahead and look this up on Google real quick. Um, so Google says fish don't have eyelids. They don't need them underwater because they can't get in. Oh, I'm sorry, because dust can't get in their eyes. But fish do still sleep. So now that brings up another thing. If fish can't close their eyes, how are they sleeping? Like, do they just go in that nocturnal state with their eyes open and just chill there? Do they lay down? I don't know, because I've never actually paid attention to my fish to see if they sleep or not. So that is, you know, a very good question right there to add on to this. Um, hmm. And Finding Nemo, they lay down. So I would assume in real life they're probably laying down as well. But I could be completely wrong in that. But um, to answer the question, fish do not have eyelids. But it does raise some other questions as well. So keep that in mind. Let me see. Another question... <laughs> a question that was asked was what's the best and worst thing about my boyfriend? So I would say the best thing about Josh is definitely going to be his personality. He is such a kind, loving person and he definitely puts everyone else before himself. Um, especially myself. He always puts me before him, which he knows I hate because I am such an independent person. I hate having people do things for me or have people help me with things. I like to just do it myself and he really has kind of broken me out of that since meeting him because he has wanted to help me and support me and you know we've definitely kind of moved through life or these past three years together so I, can't, I have to get over that at this point point. Um, and then the worst thing about him hmm what is the worst thing uh, the worst thing about you know, it used to be his road rage. I'm going to say it used to be his road rage, but he has kind of gotten over that at this point because he's been with me and I've gotten on to him about it so many times. Um, the worst thing, the worst thing about my boyfriend is going to be, I don't really, I don't really know. Maybe, maybe whenever he messes with me, like he always tries to like tickle me or like pinch me or, or actually he'll pull my toes. That is the worst thing ever. Um, whenever he's sitting there trying to pull my toes to pop them and it hurts so much and I want to kick him in the face every time he does it. But unfortunately that's domestic abuse. So I can't do that, but I want to every single time. So I'm going to say that's the worst thing about my boyfriend. Whenever he tries to sit there and pop my freaking toes, I want to kill him. Um, <laughs> let me kind of move off of that because I will go on a whole rant about him pulling on my toes. <clears throat> Another thing, tell me about Coco. Okay, so Coco is my dog. Um, I had briefly, briefly kind of gone over her in my last episode. So Coco is my best friend. Um, we actually found her. I'm not going to say we. Let me set the story up. And there will be some other iteration of the story whenever Josh gets brought on the podcast. Um, but here's my version. I was asleep one morning. It was Saturday. Resting because I'm always just working so hard, you know constantly supporting the family and just having to carry the weight of work on my shoulders. Just kidding. Um, but I was laying in bed one morning and Josh comes in to the room and he's, you know, talking to me. 
at that point, I'm half asleep. I don't really know what's going on, but I hear this like scratching on the side of the bed. Well, he apparently, um, or I'm sorry, they're scratching on the side of the bed. And so I had thought it was our dog Rufus, the Maltese poodle. And so I was just like, stop Rufus. And Josh was like, that's not Rufus. And in my mind, I was thinking, what the heck? Like, who is it then? Because I knew it wasn't Angus. Angus is too fat to be doing that. And I would have seen him because he's somewhat taller. Um, But Josh picks up this little puppy and puts it on the bed. Now, here's where our stories will differ. Because I saw the dog and I thought the dog was super cute. I did not freak out. I, you know, I feel like I just had a pretty good expression. I I was excited to have the dog there because I thought it was cute, but I wasn't freaking out. Now, whenever Josh tells this story, he will tell you that I was crying and that I was just so excited and freaking out that this dog was just put on my bed. And in reality, I feel like I was just laying there. I was half asleep. So, you know, I don't think I did that, but he'll tell you a different story. Um, Anyway, so he actually found the dog in the alley. Um, We lived in this duplex that was behind... I don't really know how to explain it. Um, there was like a Ford dealership and then there was a Payless shoe store. And behind that was where we lived. But we didn't live on a street. We You had to drive down an alleyway to get to our duplex. And it was, that thing is the most shadiest thing ever. The first time I ever had to go to meet Josh and he was at home, I thought I was going to get murdered because I'm driving down this alleyway behind Ford Motor Company or I'm driving down this alleyway behind Payless and thinking I'm probably going to get murdered. But again, that's a story for another time. Um, Anyway, so we lived down this alleyway. There was a really bad windstorm, I think, that morning, and it had knocked over this telephone pole. Well, Josh went up to go check on one of our neighbors because she was an older woman, and he wanted to make sure that she was okay. So he um, went to go to her door, made sure she was fine. I guess she was good. But uh, then this little little dog walks up to Josh, and this dog is full of stickers. Um, she looked really hungry because she was skinny, so he kind of held out his hand, and she started crying. And so that's whenever he, I guess, brought her home, gave her some water, and then he came in the room, woke me up or whatever. Um, so fast forward, I'm getting out of bed. I have this dog in my arms. She is so tiny. She barely fits in the palm of my hand. And I will, I mean, she did look hungry. So we gave her food. She's sitting here eating, eating, eating and drinking water. And I just fall in love with her. I have been in love with her since the moment I've seen her. And, um, she's kind of been here ever since then. We went that whole day going to get stuff for her because at this point I knew I wanted to keep her. Josh's plans were to take her, um, to the I guess to the shelter or wherever you take lost animals. Um, And I wanted to keep her. There was no way that we were getting rid of this dog because she was just the cutest thing ever. Um, She, at the time, like I said, we didn't know what she was. I loved her coat because it was that brindle brown and white color. I'm sorry, um, brown and black color. She was just beautiful. And she was tiny and cute. Um, And so we went through a bunch of names. I went through like Tina because I wanted to name her Tina off of Bob's Burgers. And then I brought up Coco. Reason I brought up Coco was because my niece and my nephew's favorite movie at the time was Coco. And they would always 
go around whenever I would be around them and they say, Coco, 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 Coco. And so I was like, well, that would be great because I can name my dog that and, you know, they'll get along. <laughs> um, my niece, my nephew, I've only seen my dog a couple of times ever since then. And one time my dog snapped at my nephew. <laughs> so, um, but apparently they've asked about my dog after that. And my sister is like, why are you asking about the dog? You know, <laughs> you don't even like the dog or the dog doesn't even like you. Um, but let me see. Anyways, kind of got off track there. <laughs> um, so and we've really just kept her since then. She's super fun. She just runs all over the place. Um, whenever I go outside, she's great because she stays right by me. She doesn't run off. I don't ever have to worry about her um, getting loose from me like while I'm out there and going and chasing like a cat or something like that. She'll she'll stay right by me. Uh, she is not a big fan of like other animals. Um, so other dogs coming around, she's not that huge of a fan. But um, I, she can do it, I guess, because her and my parents' dogs are really close. Well, whenever I was there, they were really close. And she doesn't mind the animals around here that we have. Um, but yes, she's super cool. Love her so much. Um, and that is basically my child. And <laughs> so you might hear me talk about her a couple of times because that's just my best friend right there. <laughs> um, on to the next question. What was it like moving to Austin, Texas? So the process of actually moving was not bad. Um, as I had mentioned in the last episode, Josh came home one day and was like, was not happy with what he was doing at work. Um, he was not having a great time. So he was like, what, you know, do you want to move? And like I said, I was like, uh, heck yes. <laughs> so he was like, well, where do you want to go? Kind of looked at different places um, with it for our work and the price of living and everything, Austin was kind of the better choice. Now, I say that, but since we've moved, Austin ha has probably one of the highest like price of living, if that's what you want to call it. It's so expensive to live here. Um, but we got our house at the perfect time because I was just on Zillow today, and in our neighborhood, the houses are for like $350,000, um, 325,000. They are so expensive and there's no way that we would be able to afford it now moving over here fresh with what we were doing at the time. Um, but, uh, the move, I had applied for several positions with the company that I was with and I wasn't getting any of them. Um, basically I was in like a leadership position or a supervisor position and it's really hard to apply for another supervisor position somewhere else because they don't know how your coaching tactics are or they don't, you know, a lot of times they're not going to trust what you're going to do. So they'd rather just promote somebody from, you know, within their own branch. Um, so at this point I was kind of just looking to step down. Well, um, we had started looking at places as well and we had a trip planned to come to Austin. So we took a trip over here to Austin to check out apartments and everything I think we had a list, we had a list of apartments and we had to break it down. We basically broke that list down to five places we wanted to go see. Now, these places were all around Austin. So they were north, south, and then another place in a town called Elgin. Um, and I'll get to that later. So we go to look at these different places. A lot of it was really bad because it was just the traffic that Josh didn't want to deal with. So we were like, okay, well, let's go check this place in Elgin out. Elgin is this super tiny town. And whenever we got to Elgin, 
Um, it was just a kind of a great vibe because it was had the small town feel because it was a small town. It was really cute. Um, and then we pulled up to this little duplex and it had what we needed at the time living at Hobbs. We did not live in a great place. This place was ghetto. I don't know how Josh lived there for so long. I don't know how I moved in with him and lived there for so long. Um, but I did it. And so whenever we found this place in Elgin, it wasn't really a step down. It wasn't really even with the place that we had in Hobbs. It was just slightly better. And the reason I say that is because it had a garage, um, which we didn't even use for our vehicles. So we had moved, or I'm sorry, we had checked out this duplex. It was super cute. We really liked it. So that night we had told our realtor friend, Brittany, um, hey, go ahead and try to get us into this apartment or this duplex. Um, so we had filled out all the paperwork. And at this time, we didn't know if we were really going to get selected for this duplex. I didn't have a job at that time either. Um, but right after viewing the duplex, we legitimately drove from Elgin to a town called Bastrop. Now, Bastrop is another small town as well. Um, it's bigger than Elgin, but not as big as Austin, of course. Um, but Bastrop had a company that I was working for, and they were hiring for a teller. So I was like, okay, well, you know, let me go ahead and check this out. Um, that day that I had went to Bastrop, I believe that was the last day that you could apply for the position that was open. Um, so we had walked in. I needed to get some stuff done on the account. So we sat down with one of the bankers over there, had talked to the branch manager, actually, because the service manager was not there. So we talked to the branch manager. She was awesome. Me and her actually instantly clicked. Um, we had a lot of interest the same and she was just a really good vibe. So I told Josh, as soon as we got out of there, I'm applying for this position. I think I would be great over here. You know, let's try it out. Um, I was willing to take a pay cut and we were just going to kind of have to work with it because the price for what we were going to be paying with this apartment would be around the same to what we were paying in Hobbs. I think it was just like a hundred dollar difference or something like that. Um, well, the time came where I had gotten a call from the apartment complex telling me, hey, um, we decided to go ahead and go through with you guys as the to be residents or I forgot what they call it. Not candidates. We want you guys to live in this duplex, basically. <laughs> um, so we were I had gotten this call and I was like, well, let me talk to my partner real quick just to make sure. Uh, keep in mind, I did not have a job at this time. I applied for this position, but there was no telling if I was going to get it or not. Um, so I, Josh had told me, hey, yeah, go ahead and tell them yes. We'll just figure it out later. So I was like, okay. So I reached out to the apartment complex and I'm like, hey, yeah, we're going to go ahead and take it. Um, and they were like, okay, well, do you have a job? And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to be transferring with my company at this time. Like I said, I didn't have a job yet either. I just told them that. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we accepted the apartment complex before we even had jobs over, over here in Austin or in the Austin area. Um, so at this point we were moving whether we wanted to or not. Um, so then I started, you know, announcing to everyone, Hey, I'm moving to Austin. Um, I, told my parents that I was moving. Um, I told, of course, work, my friends. So at this time, we're, we're on crunch time because I believe I only had a couple of weeks left. Um, 
yeah, at this point it was only like two weeks before we were set to move in. Um, so then at that point, a couple of days later, it, I think it was only like two or three days later, I got a call from the company I was working for and they were like, Hey, uh, we want to go ahead and offer you this job. And I was like, perfect. I will take it. And the great thing is, is they kept my pay. So I was like, Oh my gosh, this is so much of a sign. So, um, I went ahead and did not get to put my two weeks in at my previous branch because this new branch needed me immediately. Um, so I had only a week. They gave me a week to finish up what I was doing at my current branch. And then I had to move over here, which was no big deal. I didn't care. I was ready to start my new life. Um, but at this point, Josh had, um, the day that I got a call from the apartment complex, Josh was on a business trip for some training and, he was on the plane ride up there or the plane ride back. I can't remember which one, but at that point he went ahead and turned his two weeks into his, or it wasn't even two weeks. He turned in a month's notice to his boss. Um, and so I went ahead and moved up here before Josh did. Um, and I lived up here alone for a couple weeks, a few weeks or something like that. And Josh would come up and visit me on the weekends. And at this point I was working for the company in Bastrop. Um, so that's, I mean, with the move itself and everything, we took a U-Haul for one load of things. Um, it had majority of what we needed, like a washer and dryer, um, I think some clothes. And then Josh ended up driving back. And every weekend that he would come and visit, he would have a little bit more stuff. And then we finally took a final trip back to Hobbs, I believe. And we brought um, a, just a flatbed trailer, a flatbed trailer of the things that we needed to finish up to move. And so we brought those back and that was it. I think the move was very easy for the most part. Um, now the next move to our house here in Maynard, I didn't really help out with that one because I was at work and Josh was too impatient to wait for me to get off work. So he called our friends over to help him and we legit threw everything in a box. We did not you know, care, care what it was. It just went in a box and we moved it to this house here in Maynard. Um, so I had two different moves since being here, <laughs> but you know, that, that was really the move. I think the move was great. Um, it was well worth it. As I mentioned before, if you're in your hometown and you're thinking about leaving, just do it. Don't double, don't, you know, double think it or, you know, just, just go. <laughs> Let me see. Next question. How did me and Josh meet? This is going to be a fun one because the gay community will know exactly what I'm talking about, but everyone else you're probably going to know, or you might be in the dark. We'll find out. Um, again, there's going to be, there might be two iterations of the story. Josh will tell you his side of it whenever I bring him on, but <laughs> let me get this started. So I was working at a summer camp. It was a Christian summer camp and I had basically got done with that and had came home. Um, well, I still had quite a bit of summer left because I believe I came home in July. So I, at that time, was still very um, closed off with my sexuality, I guess you want to say. I just, I was still calling myself straight. But, you know, on deep down, I knew, you know, what the real tea was. So I downloaded Grindr. And for... Those of you who don't know what Grinder is, it's a gay, and I use this loosely, dating app. Um, 
I'm not going to go too much more into it other than that, but we'll call it a gay dating app. Now, the gay community, y'all know the tea, y'all know what's up, but um, I had basically been on there and I had found Josh. And so I was like, okay, this guy's cute, you know, let me go ahead and message him. So I would, you know, like they have tap, what's called tap. So you tap them and it kind of like show them that you think they're hot or like you're saying hi or something like that. So anyway, so we would message, but the conversation would really be me carrying the conversation because Josh did not want to talk. Um, he probably wasn't interested, but I really liked him. I thought he was so cute and I really wanted to, you know, hang out sometime and he just was not about it. So I would try, try, try. We had each other on Snapchat. We would Snapchat and everything. Well, he decided that um, he did not want to, he did not have nothing to do with me. So a lot of times he would either leave me on red or he would just keep his conversation short. So I'd be like, oh, what are you up to? Eating cereal. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't really know what, like, he doesn't ask any, you know, what are you doing? Or how was your day? It, it was me asking these things. Well, he says that I would give him one word responses like cool. Well, what else do you want me to say to you? Like, have a conversation with me. Um, so anyways, I would be carrying these conversations. They wouldn't go nowhere. Well, after that, I, I mean, we weren't talking every day at this point. Well, we had our company Christmas party and I was over at my friend's house and we were all, you know, having fun. Um, and he had sent out this post, um, through Snapchat. It was actually a picture and it said, dear Santa for Christmas, I want your naughty list and their phone numbers. Um, at this time, I'll tell you, I was not in the right state of mind. I thought it was funny. So <laughs> I just replied with my phone number I didn't think it was that funny, but apparently Josh got the biggest kick out of me replying with my phone number. He thought it was the funniest thing ever. So at that point, he decided he wants to start talking to me. So after that, we start talking. <laughs> um, I had finally got to meet him, which this is what I'm telling you. The first time I ever met him, I had to drive down this alleyway. I was in this gray Nike sweater and pants because it was, because it was so cold outside. I do remember it was during the winter. And, um, I was sketched out. I was like, oh, this is the time when I'm going to get murdered. I have been talking to this guy on the internet and have only seen like his Instagram posts and his grinder. Um, this is it. I'm going, I'm done. <laughs> um, but you know, we ended up getting to meet. We really hit it off. And after that, we kind of started talking from there. We went on a few dates and we were just meant for each other at this point. So ever since then, I mean, we've been together, but I tell Josh all the time um, that I had to change him for, I'm sorry, I had to chase him for six months. So keep this in mind. We started talking at the end of June, beginning of July area, and he finally wanted to start talking in December. So there's my spiel about that. I basically chased him for six months and um, he ignored me for six months. Um, sorry about that. The Dr. Pepper got to me. <laughs> um, what is the craziest thing I've done since moving to Austin? Um, so the craziest thing I've done since moving to Austin, I don't really have like too much of an answer for this one because after like right after we moved here, COVID had hit. And so we really didn't get to do much, but now everything's kind of opened up. Um, 
The craziest thing to me is probably joining sports leagues. I, in high school, was not athletic. Um, I did cheer, and that was about it. Um, Even after I got out of high school, I kind of went through this whole, like, fitness kick where I was running every day, and I wanted to be a twink, um, was living my best life. I was coaching for that Ulcer cheer team. But aside from that, I wasn't really, you know, I was not athletic at all. I did not play baseball, basketball, football, none of that, because why? Gross. <laughs> um, anyways, so since moving here to Austin, I have joined, I joined a gay kickball league. And me and Josh originally joined that together. It was something that was just, you know, we thought it would be fun and it would just be uh, us going out. We did not think people were actually going to take this thing seriously. Well, since joining, it is like a serious thing around here. The team that I was on, um, we had a very competitive coach and I loved it so much. So then I got really passionate about it. (laughs) Um, I played two seasons with that team and then I switched teams my third season. Um, There was, (laughs) I just switched teams. I'm not going to go into that, (laughs) but on another note, then I joined another kickball league. Um, I actually just got done with a season from them. And so that's been two kickball leagues. And then now I am also playing in a softball league. So um, this is all two, the two kickball leagues, one is straight, one is gay. And then my softball league, it's gay, I guess. Um, But it's so much fun. I actually got to play with them for a few games. And then we had a bunch of rainouts and then we had a tournament. And since we, we went, we went undefeated in our tournament, but we got a bid to go to the gay softball world series. So here at the end of, let me see, August, September. No, no, no. End of August, beginning of September, I'll be in Columbus, Ohio for our gay softball world series. So I'm super excited for that. Um, but I guess that's really the craziest thing I've done is I've actually kind of gotten into sports and everything. I really thought I was going to like lose all this weight. Uh, (laughs) and that has not happened. I am still at the same weight that I was whenever I got here to Austin. So unfortunately I'm not a twink anymore, but I'm also not big either. So I don't really know kind of (laughs) what I am. Um, let me see, let me get some other questions pulled up on here. Actually, while I go ahead and get these questions pulled up, I do want to take a quick break. Um, I will be right back. And we're back. Thank you guys for holding on there. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that really quick little intro song that I have there. Basically, that was the second song that I got whenever I got my first intro song. So I was like, this would be great to kind of have for our break. Kind of going back into this Q&A that I had started off. um, The next question that I have here is the strangest gift that I have ever received. Mm, I haven't really received too many strange gifts. Honestly, um... No, I haven't really received like too many strange gifts. I guess I can go into the best gift I've ever received. Um, So the best gift I have ever received and hands down best thing ever um, was tickets to go see Sam Smith. So for my 19th birthday, Josh had surprised me with these front row tickets to go watch 
the love of my life. Now, I <laughs> know that's going to sound dumb because Josh is the love of my life, but Sam Smith will also be the love of my life as well. Um, that is kind of what we call, quote unquote, my hall pass. Um, that's what Josh likes to call them. Um, I love Sam so much. Whenever we got to go see them, they were awesome. Sam put on a great show. I was crying the whole time. Um, if you hear recordings that I have recorded, you can hear me sobbing in the background from how excited I was because that was just the best experience of my life. <laughs> um, and actually, that was here in Austin. That was the first time that we ever came to see um, that was the first time we ever came to Austin was to see Sam Smith. So that really is what made me fall in love with the city even more. Um, let me see. The next question I have here is the worst pickup line I have ever heard. Um, I don't really have like <laughs> a bad pickup line because I feel like nobody really uses pickup lines anymore, but there was something that somebody had sent me on Grindr one time and I will always remember it because it was just so funny. Actually, it's pretty inappropriate. I probably shouldn't say it. <laughs> mm, let me see. Okay, I, I'll kind of, I guess I'll go into it. <laughs> Somebody had sent me a message and it said, hey there. And I had said, hi. And they had sent me a message back saying, is your ass as nice as your smile? And I was like, oh my God, I can't, I can't deal with this because <laughs> what do you even say to that? I don't. I don't know what to say. So that was, I guess, really the dumbest pickup line or the worst message that you could receive, I guess we'll kind of go with. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> another question is, are you insecure? If so, you shouldn't be. Um, I definitely want to thank whoever sent this because that, that's actually super sweet. Um, I have a feeling it was probably Josh that sent it, but who knows? Um, I am actually not really insecure. I guess I kind of, I don't really know. I feel like everybody has insecurities. Um, no matter who you are, you know, there's something that you just are not happy with. And I'm not exactly like insecure because I am a brave person. Like I definitely will get up and do whatever. Um, I'm not a shy person either, but I'm also not really like there are things, you know, if you were to tell me to like take off my shirt in public. I probably could, but you know, insecurity of mine is like, um, acne, like body acne. So, you know, how's my, am I breaking out today? I'm not going to take off my shirt. If I'm not breaking out today. Yeah, sure. Let's have, let's have the tits out. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me see. Next question. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? I am, I don't want to Google this one. I'm just going to give you what I think came first. Um, so I guess it kind of goes into, like what you believe. Um, I personally am, I think that, you know, the earth was created by God and everything. So I would assume the chicken was created first. And then, I mean, th that's, that's just what I'm thinking because if God made animals, then, you know, there has to be something to protect the egg or to warm the egg or, you know, whatever the chicken to birth the egg. Um, so I think that the chicken was created first. Um, but I guess if you take it like another route, some people may believe the egg was created first, or some people may believe that chickens um, went through evolution where they started laying eggs. I don't, I'm not going to go too far into that because I actually really don't know. 
Um, but aside from that, that's really the last question that I have on my list. So that kind of, I guess, really just concludes our little Q&A. Um, let me double check and make sure that nothing else was sent in before I had started creating this episode because that would be my luck as I left somebody out and we're going to get, um, I'm going to get hate for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually did not have really anything else. I had people who had put some responses on here. Um, somebody from home had said, <laughs> they said, F yeah, chicken strips or chick strips. I, <laughs> there was actually a joke that we had with that and I can't remember what it was. It was like a vine or something and it had to do with chicken strips. Um, no, now I get what you mean. It's not, it's not F yeah, chicken strips. It's F yeah, chicken strips. Uh, and I can't say it right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I get what that means now. Mm, yeah, those are, those are really the only appropriate ones I'll be able to answer right now. Um, but you know, that's going to go ahead and conclude the Q and a, this next portion of the, um, of the podcast I want to go into is, I guess we'll call it our well-versed segment. So well-versed is a segment where I'll want to go into something about the LGBT community, LGBT plus community. I'm sorry. Um, so whether it is news or just something random, that's what I'm going to go ahead and call it. I'm calling it well-versed. And again, if you're in the gay community, you know exactly what that means. Um, if you're not, sorry. <laughs> um, to kind of get this started, the very first one that I want to do is talk about my favorite gay um, TV shows or movies. So my first, of course, my first show that I'm going to mention, RuPaul's Drag Race, hands down, that's like one of the most iconic you know, TV shows out there. Every gay person watches it. Everyone can say, some people can say that they hate it, but deep down they have respect for the show and have respect for RuPaul and the empire that he has built. Um, another show that I really like is Pose. Oh my gosh. If you, even, even if you are not within the community and you want a show to check out, if you love to get like emotional and everything, Pose is the show. And I would suggest for everyone to watch that. Um, not only because it just has a lot of educational pieces in it, um, but you really get to you really get to learn the story of these are fictional characters, I believe, in the show, but you really get to learn their stories. They explain them so well, and it is such a roller coaster of emotions because it is set in the 80s, I believe. Um, that's back when the ballroom scene was, you know, up and running, and the gay community was not accepted. Um, we're now kind of getting to a better point in time with that now. Um, but at that time they weren't accepted. So they had to do these ballrooms. Basically they were kind of in their own space where they could be themselves and not have to worry about what other people thought. Um, so on this show specifically, it has, um, it has a huge range of trans cast, which is so amazing. Um, I love that about the show and my favorite person in the show is Angel. Oh my gosh. Angel is so beautiful. She is one of the best actresses of this time, I really believe. Um, I haven't seen too much more with her, but this show itself, she deserves all the praise in it. <laughs> um, there are, of course, a lot of other great cast in it as well, but that's just my favorite. Um, but basically, the show kind of goes over at the, you know, at the time, like HIVs was still a new thing. Um, it was something that nobody knew anything about and people were afraid of it. Now, of course, we're a little bit more open-minded to, you know, what's going on. And, um, you know, we're kind of open more about everyone knowing their status. Um, but at that time, 
it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Um, we didn't have, you know, prep or, um, Truvada, Discovi at that time. So people were kind of going into it blind. Um, but definitely if you guys have not checked out this show, watch it. I will hands down tell you that this is one of the best shows ever. Um, another show, I guess it's kind of, there's a show and there's a movie. Love, Simon is a movie that is one of my favorite movies. It's just a great story of a gay boy within school. Um, of course, he is, I, um, and it's been a while since I've seen this movie. So <laughs> actually, I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want to get something wrong in it and then get hate for it. <laughs> but um, it is a great movie. It's just, you know, the life that a lot of us know. And um, I feel like it gets put on the it gets put on the big screen very well. Um, so that's another movie that you guys should check out if you haven't. And then it has a spinoff called Love, Victor. Um, Love, Victor is a TV series. And it's basically the same premise as well as the movie. But it's a TV series. Um, they actually have season two out now, which I have not watched. So I do apologize for that. Um, let me see. Another great iconic movie that I love and this isn't even a gay movie, but Mean Girls. Mean Girls is like one of the funniest movies, but we will claim that movie. Um, and Clueless as well. Our community will hands down claim those movies because those are our movies, whether you like to admit it or not. <laughs> um, but aside from that, those are just kind of like a few of the different things that I love to watch. Oh, actually, another show. Um, and this is actually a cartoon. It's not even um, like a live action thing. But Steven Universe Steven Universe is such a good show. Um, basically, is about this boy who is getting raised by these, with what you call them crystal gems. Um, and these people, or not these people, um, the crystal gems are made to protect Beach City, um, or the Earth, actually. But they are also protecting, you know, this child that has been put in the hands of them because their mother had given up her physical form in order to create Steven. Um, this is one of those shows that I started off because I was like, well, I have nothing else to do. And I've heard a lot about it and it starts off really like campy and it's definitely a children's show. And then it literally takes a turn probably in like episode five to this wild story that is so beyond what like any child could probably comprehend. Um, but it is a great show because it has um, one of the crystal gems. Her name is Garnet. She is actually what they call a fusion, which is when two like two gems fuse together and they become like a different being. So Garnet is her own being, but she is actually the love of two female crystal gems. I'm sorry, um, two female gems. So that is why I love the show. It's super inclusive and it is a great watch in general because it's just, it's a funny show and it has such a deep story and it makes me cry every time I watch it. And I don't really cry in movies or shows, but this show has made me, um, has made me tear up before. Um, but aside from that, that's kind of the end of that little, that little spiel there. <laughs> um, of our, I guess we'll call that well-versed segment. Um, next week, I don't know what I'm going to be talking about within the well-versed seg segment, but we will definitely find something out and kind of have that interesting. Um, but aside from that, I don't really have much more to talk about on this podcast. So if you guys haven't 
followed my Instagram yet, definitely go follow the I'm sorry, definitely go follow the podcast Instagram. I lost my train of thought there for a minute. Um, the Instagram for this podcast is actually going to be Let's Go Beyond Pod. So definitely go give that a follow so you guys can get updates on whenever I'm uploading an episode. It even has a link for different platforms. So if you want to share with your friends the podcast or anything, you can send them the page. You can send them the link. Um, and a lot of times I will be posting things on like my story for the Instagram podcast um, or the podcast Instagram. I'll be posting questions on there, you know, of what you guys want to hear. If you guys have any suggestions for the podcast, definitely DM me on there or send me an email. You can email me at letsgobeyondpod at gmail.com. Um, and if you guys want to follow my personal Instagram, that's perfectly fine as well. I take the followers there as too. <laughs> um, that Instagram is actually going to be r0g3r5. Um, it spells Rogers, but some of it has numbers. So again, that's r0g3r5. Um, but aside from that, that's really all I have for this episode. Like I mentioned, if there's anything that you guys want to hear, get send me a message. If you guys have any questions, send me some questions. Um, but aside from that, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.